jump on the page, page 55, Paul. It's going to be the second paragraph on page 55. Let me know when you got it. There's some more people in here. Okay. No, you're, you're muted too, Paul. You want to unmute yourself there, buddy? Thank you. Okay, All page right. 55, second paragraph. Actually, we were fooling ourselves, for deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. It may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or other, it is there. For faith and a power greater than ourselves and miraculous demonstrations of that power in human lives are facts as old as man himself. We finally saw that faith in some kind of God was a part of our makeup, just as much as the feeling we have for a friend. Sometimes we had to search fearlessly, but he was there. He was as much fact as we were. We found the great reality deep, deep down within us. In the last analysis, it is only there that he may be found. It was so with us. We can, clear, we can only clear the ground a bit. If our testimony helps sweep away prejudice, enables you to think honestly, encourages you to search diligently within yourself, then if you wish, you can join us on the broad highway. With this attitude, you cannot fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. There you go, Paul. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks, and Mike. Welcome, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Uh, so, so that we finally saw that faith in some kind of God was a part of our makeup. So I think there's, there has been many of us have lived under a huge amount of faith in that which was playing God, which was the head, yes? So we had faith in its forecasts, its critiques, its summaries, its take on us, on others, on the world, on how it was, how it was going to be like. So there was great faith in that. Uh, this is what we admit, really. So that the faith in that failed system, if you admit that it has failed, that faith has the possibility of being moved by this way of life, this design for living, this recovery, to faith in the infinite, really. And I would say we're more faith than anything else, yeah? So there's faith in the thought system, and then the thought system produces a lot of mental anxiety that we respond to false evidence as if it's real. That's faith. What else could it be? Yeah? False evidence cannot be real. It's false. It can appear to be real to what's real, which is us. Yeah? So there's an activity going on. There's something's playing God at all times. Yeah? It could be God. It could be that which is not God. And this is what it says in our book. First, you've got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Well, I found there was... <laughs> There was a trap there because if I'm identified with that which is playing God and I set out on a course to quit playing God, that's playing God. You tell me when it stops playing God. If that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. So how does that, how 
this isn't about that which is playing God, stopping playing God. It's about not allowing it to get out God-like juice, so to speak, to sort of fuel its, its activity of playing God. So in one sense, in recovery, when you're in that rule 62 and you're not taking yourself so seriously, then that you, which used to be like CNN news flashes now seems like Comedy Central, yeah? Because that you're not taking seriously that which is playing God. It's still playing God. Yeah? yeah. You don't quit playing God. You lose interest in that which is playing God. Yeah? And what happens? You gain interest in, if you want to call it God, a higher power, Buddha nature, whatever. Your innermost, the unsuspected resource, inner resource. I don't care what you name it. It's the actually of the event of having that faith placed in the infinite, whatever that may be or may not be, is going to be that which demonstrates results. You're going to start traveling lighter through a life that you used to travel heavy through. Yeah? Because now, instead of your director or your GPS being that failed system, which is playing God, you're now listening to something else. Yeah? Even though you're hearing that which is playing God, you're truly listening to someone else. And maybe you would, you got tuned into that silent message through the principles of AA, yeah? Through doing service, through doing all this stuff, because it brought us out of that orbit of self-centeredness, yeah? We broke out of that gravitational field, and now a possibility becomes available, which is I can be free from it. You can't be free as it. Yeah. The identification as it looking like you're free or not is a bondage of self. Yeah. The bondage of self can be you think you're a free self. That's bondage of self. You can be weighed down terribly, bondage of self. There's an act of being identified as something that you're not. That's the bondage of self. It doesn't matter if it has gold chains or fucking iron chains. There's a bondage to it, yes? And somehow, the living of life becomes an interpretation about the living of life. And there's something that the interpretation lacks, which is the immediacy of the living of life. It's an interpretation of the living of life, yeah? It misses the heartbeat. It miss, misses the pulse. It's like you've got your fingers on the elbow. You're not feeling the pulse of it. Yeah. So you're on a time delay and you got to wait for the head to tell you how you are or how it is or how's the day going. You don't understand. You have no idea. You're out to lunch in a sense. And we're relying on it to be a, a provider, a good direction, a GPS that works. And it's failed. And it's not personal. The feeling of its failedness is super personal. That's one of its as aspects but it's not personal. All of us have been defeated by self, a singularity, a strain of viewing or looking at things called self-centeredness is what has defeated us, yeah? We are now gonna look at its common manifestations. So if you wear these glasses of self and you're looking at life and situations and circumstances, you're gonna probably have a reaction of resentment quite a lot. 
yeah? Because you think you got something coming that you that other people don't, that you have a sense of entitlement, that this should da-da-da-da-da. It all comes along. It's not just the glasses. It has an audio segment. So the glasses are seeing false evidence appearing real, and then you're listening to a narration about the false evidence appearing real. I can talk about it because I've had relief from it. And so have all of us. Maybe they were momentary, but even though uh, they were momentary, what was revealed was that innermost, was that unsuspected inner resource. Now the head tries to cover it up immediately and get back into the business of smallness, you know, and enlarging minute little things and getting completely caught up in something that doesn't really even matter, yeah? That shenanigan goes on and on and on. If you are praying for that to stop, yeah, it's not listening to it. How can I not listen to that? Well, easily, if you see it's not you, you're gonna lose interest in it, really, because your marriage to it is based on its being you, really. That's why you put it up with it. You've tried to protect it and defend it. You try to fit yourself around it because you're under the belief that it's actually you and it's not. That's the possibility of being free, not as it, but from it. That's it. Recognizing the head is living as if something is so, that's not so. If you rely on the head, you're going to take yourself to be what the head takes you to be. Yeah, a long lasting, independent, separate thing that's going to have maybe a short life. It may not be as long lasting as it thinks. Yeah, but it's going to be and it's not going to be independent. You're going to constantly be at the effect of other things like weather, your leg condition, your knee, people, your boss, tons of this shit. This long lasting, independent, separate thing isn't going to do that well. Yeah. And then you strive for connection because your life is premised on separation. Yeah. You believe a lie and now you're striving for connection. So you get it through. We used to get it through gangs when I was growing up. Yeah. When I was in ninth grade, I, we, got, we had these gangs that were called fraternities in high school in Long, in Long Island. And by joining that group, I had a sense of belonging and a sense of connection and also a good connection to alcohol and drugs from the older guys in there and protection. Yeah, this is what we're always searching for. If you look at a lot of people's problems, it's based on this sense of separation, really. They don't feel connected. Why? Because they feel separate. So they try anything. They'll join any group, you know? book reading, whatever, they get it. Some people are paying tons of money to go to retreats because that's where they meet their friends. That's where they feel connected to others. Yeah, I don't care. That's great. Just feel that connection. But why is it so imperative? Because there's a deep faith in you're separate and you're not. Yeah, that which has defeated us That one activity has defeated millions. That's amazing. 
And yet the commonality of the defeat is disguised with an extreme personalness. You listen to people talking about their thoughts, their feelings, and their reactions to life at meetings, and you got to finally come to the conclusion, how did they get my thoughts? Because they're not your thoughts, and it's not their thoughts. It's their alcoholic thoughts. They're a stock version of extreme self-centeredness. Yeah? All you th you're not much, but you're all that you think about. That's basically the condition. Yeah, we're all seemingly suffering from. We all are sitting in different chairs, different locations, different financial levels, whatever. But we we've been defeated by the same thing. So we find great connection when we join the community. The actually the recovery is a we. Yeah, it's not me. It's a we. <clears throat> This is the point. They're scholars of AA. They know everything, every sentence, every period. We're not there. We're talking about the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah, I think it's a faith in a system that is in the act of being identified as self. You are not doing the act of being identified as self. Your head is doing it independently of what we are mechanically yeah it's you're not doing it see that please you're not going to be able to quit play god as that which is playing god it's not going to come it's not going to work i'm just humbly telling you in my own experience it does not work you can't get out of self self can't get out of self the premise we're sharing is that which believes itself, you are not that. You are not a mental condition. Maybe you're not, you're, you're appearing through these things, but maybe you are what they try to point out called a spiritual condition. Maybe there's an inherent condition that's not based on circumstances and situations. Yeah, it's not affected by the weather or affected by how much money you lost or won today. It's not affected. It's always available at all times. Let's say it's the onness or the consciousness or the awareness of all things and no things. We are at least of that, yeah? You don't believe you can't find rest there? Of course you can. It's the most open, it's the gateless gate. It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary. Yeah. All you need to do is have a loss of faith in finite self, and there'll be a gaining of faith in the infinite. You cannot lose the faith in finite self as self. That's one of the warnings, all right? Just do what we do, go where we go, and the process is going to cause an effect, which is a loss of interest in self, yeah? And then all new vistas are going to open up. You may think you did it, but in fact, all you're doing is observing an effect that something else produced, yes? Which is the innermost, the spiritual condition. It has produced what we're witnessing now. Hallelujah able to enjoy peace of mind, feeling a presence, yeah? Feeling a new power flow in, you know? All this, all these effects have been shared by many, many, many people who suffered under the same affliction, the same tyranny, by being relieved of the tyranny, yeah? 
These are what it looks like when you're freed from the bondage of self. They describe it in a book. If you've had examples of it in your life, you'll feel intimacy when you read those things or when you hear it at a book study. You'll go, wow, this is capturing exactly what's going on with me. Yeah? Because the same thing that they went through, recovering from this bondage of self, we're going through. The we and the them are not the dominant thing. It's what we're recovering from is the commonality. And therefore, we're showing common traits of relief from the same fucking thing. Yeah, so I hope this is, that's why Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're not gonna budge from this fucking point. Yeah, when I don't wanna get scholarly about the inner workings of whatever. There's masters of every step, yes? I wanna just offer a possibility and, and just frame it in a couple of sentences from page 64. Are you convinced that self is what has defeated you? Yeah. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us we will look at we will now look at its common manifestations because you can't see self it's a sense that's produced there is no self but you get to you get the you get the sense of it by seeing through its manifestations resentment yep is a manifestation of self in our life fear actually mental anxiety i would say mimicking fear is a manifestation of self in our lives. Harming other people in the pursuit of what we want. In other words, not having that many principles concerned. We want just get what we want, no matter how it affects others. Yeah. Is also a manifestation of self in our life. Yeah. They are not ours. That's the message. You know, you can say, oh, it sounds like everything I've ever heard. I don't think so, because I never heard this in AA. That's why we're here sharing it. Yeah. So let's put it as clear as possible. That's the diagnosis. There you go. Right out of the book, page 64. Check it out. Does, does, did Bill W. live by that? No. He went back to thinking he was the problem. We manufacture our own misery. All that shit. Yes. But in a, in a couple of paragraphs in that book, the light shined out with any differentiation. It was very, very super clear. Yeah. And maybe he didn't even know it because I truly believe he was used like we're being used to facilitate. And he would, him and Dr. Bob was, were being used to give birth to a way of life called recovery. Yeah. They had no idea what even impregnated them probably. Yeah, but they gave birth to it. He had trouble, a lot of trouble in his own life, dealing with whatever his self seemed to be. Yet he was the carrier of the great message with Dr. Bob and the first hundred people. Yes. Did every one of them have a super clear attitude outlook? Probably not, because what comes through us doesn't is not dependent on how us are, really. This beauty can come through the most ugliest uh, expression. It doesn't matter, yeah? But 
recognized the diamond for itself, not what it came out of. Yeah. And there was a nugget where it says being convinced self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. That is a diagnosis. Yeah. If you're with it, let's look at the common manifestations of self in our life. Why? And, and if someone was leading you in this process, they would not stand for you to say they're your resentments because that would be a misunderstanding coming from this understanding. This understanding are resentments are manifestations of self in one's life. They're not yours. That's the understanding there. Was it Bill's understanding? Who knows? But in that moment, it came down. That's the understanding that got birthed yeah? in the big book. It's right there. A couple of sentences, but there's a shift from, you know, admitting the manifestation of self has defeated them and then naming them. Resentment is the first one. We're going to look at that fear and harms done to other in the pursuit of all that we've wanted. So we can check out how we have been defeated by self, not how you fucked yourself up. Yeah. If the other way works, go ahead and do it. But I've seen people who live from that and they're 30 years sober and they still haven't outgrown fear and anxiety. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't. I do not want to keep calling something that's not mine, mine, especially if it heavies me out completely. I do not want to tithe to that God and, and worship anxiety 35 years after an event. Yeah. To be weighed by down by guilt and shame based on that I was a doer of something I never even did. I was compelled to act that way by what's why what what took me over. You're not gonna hang me for that crime. You're not. It's like being enslaved to something, beholding to something. You tithe like fucking inconsequential anxiety hoping for the big fear that you're really afraid of not to happen it's like you're tithing fear to a god of fear i just not into it you know i think there's a perhaps there's a better way trusting infinite rather than finite self this is the whole book right here he says we finally saw that faith in some kind of god was a part of our makeup Okay, then he goes down to one of my favorite readings in the book, which is the bottom of page 53, 55, where he says, in this book, you will read the experience of man. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. It's page 53, where he talks about, let us think a little more closely, the bottom of page 53. This is in the big book of AA. Yeah, Let us think a little more closely. Without knowing it, that's the condition for something to occur. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. So perhaps there's a better way. The way that didn't work was faith in the finite self. The possibility, the invitation of recovery is 
maybe, just maybe, that faith, which you are, if put into the infinite, would work a whole lot better. That's it. That's the premise of the deal. Yeah. Let's tell the truth. Step one, we're fucked. Yeah. And hopefully someone will point it out to you. That being fucked was the was the product of faith in finite self. What? Yeah. That same faith in putting it into a different hand may enrich your day instead of enslave you to your past history. What? Yeah. Perhaps this is the better way. Trusting the infinite rather than finite self. So the trust is going to be either way. Faith is going to be there either way. It's what the faith is put in is what's how it's going to manifest here. If it's put in self, we know how it manifests. We've lived that life, haven't we? If it's put in the higher power, we now, many of us here with many, many years, know what it's like to live with that faith in the higher power. They're quite distinctly different, but it's the same faith, yes? So he says here, without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood, stood by a certain kind of faith. This is not a faith like Hinduism or Buddhism or Catholicism. It's faith. Faith, a force, yeah? For did we not believe in our own reasoning? And I'm telling you now, what you're believing is not your own reasoning. We share the same fucking thought system. We do. Most of us are looking out of at life from self-centeredness. That is a mental perspective. Yeah. And for some of us, it drove us to incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. But we can't get out of it as it. Self can't get out of self. As Einstein said, the system that's producing the problem is not going to be where you find the solution. Yeah, something like that. So he goes here. We did we not have confidence in our ability to think? Or you want to say manage, yeah, which is that major delusion where even when you're presented with complete defeat and and uh, the wreckage of your your seeming managing the life, your head will just exclude that and say, well, if I only manage better, it's going to work. Yes, this is that the stubborn illusion that's like a weather front in us. Yeah, so. Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? That's trust in finite self. What was that but a sort of faith? That's extreme trust in finite self. Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered, we discovered like right now, that faith had been, and I'm going to add another leather, and is involved all the time. Faith has been involved all the time and is involved all the time. Faith. It's where our faith is put in is going to produce the effects of our life. There you go. There is a better way, trusting the infinite rather than finite self. So why not we learn about finite self? and find out about the infinite and try to, instead of trying to learn about the infinite and find it out by self. Let's just learn about the self 
and hopefully you'll see it's not you. And therefore you'll find out about the infinite. I would say as the infinite, really. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. Thanks for letting me rant. I try to clear I try to say it as clearly as possible, thousands of different ways. I'm like, you know, John Coltrane, the love supreme, just constantly having the same basic theme and then noting around it, trying to just going through the back door, the side door, email, text, TikTok, whatever, just attempting. I don't care if you like it or not, just to understand the wording and see what meaning is there. And maybe I'm insane, but I don't see they're presenting self and us as the same thing. I don't. I just don't think so. Uh, yeah. I don't. What gets driven by the hundred forms? Yeah. What what goes what goes through a self-imposed crisis? It sounds like we're something, let's say, very vague, that gets imposed by self at a lot of the time. It's not saying we're self. It says it's self-imposed, yeah? Any life run on self-will. It doesn't say any life run on your will because it's not your will. It says self-will, yes? So can there be will in your life without self? Definitely. Definitely, for sure, yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyone, Mike? Straight fire, y'all. Hey, if you guys have any questions, please use the raise hand feature. Um, Paul will be willing to take questions. And if you have a small comment or something that you'd like to share with the group, that he's open to that as well. Greg, I see your hand up. Come on in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what day it was, but at the end of the meeting, after the meeting, uh, myself and I don't remember the gentleman's name from Germany and and Mickey was online and uh, I was driving with a friend and and uh, you know I I've been going um, how do I say this uh, well I I guess you could probably relate to so I don't know if anybody has been going through cancer, had cancer. Um, but I, I know that you've had a cold before probably, or the flu, flu is probably worse than the cold. And, uh, and it tends to fire off that self in, in that state, you know, the body state, you know, it's, it's trying to get attention. And uh, so th there are some days that are super difficult. I just want to say, fuck it. But, but it doesn't mean that I want to drink, but it's just like, um, it, it gets so tiring, you know, and, um, and the message uh, gets, I don't know, muted maybe or blurred or it's just not comfortable, you know, and I want to feel good. I mean, come on, right? Everybody wants to feel good. I mean, and a lot of us are probably getting older here. 
So we're feeling that as well, right? Um, uh, yeah, it it does really help. Uh, I've been spending a fair amount of time with Brian, which is new to our meeting here as well. And that's been super helpful, you know, being in service. And I, I, uh, we actually met with my sponsor today and, uh, uh, and they're asking me about, you know, my health. And, and I noticed as I was explaining it, I started to feel worse. And I'm going like, you know what, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Hmm. Not, not to be rude, I just don't, it, it's not helping. You know, I mean, it's really cool that they care. And they, they get to experience their service to me, right? You know, being supportive. But um, it seems like when I do my best to not be housed in a pain body and, and be free and in, in, in service, there's just there's something that happens. I don't feel it. I don't, it, it goes away, you know? <laughs> I don't know how you probably could explain it better to me. I'm not always that great of expressing my feelings. So I'm, I'm, I am working at it. And, and I really appreciate um, the absence of, of that when it doesn't seem present, you know, and then there's more presence of my, the real me, right. Or the true self. And, and that I really, I thoroughly enjoy. You know, not like like uh, uh, was a gentleman's name that spoke last night. Is he? I thought he was here, and he was talking about the light on on the leaves. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. You know, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Greg, you know, when I used to hear the word traveling lighter it would bring up uh, a lot of meanings that I found to be incorrect. Yeah. And then over the years, how it's shook out is traveling lighter may not change the circumstances I'm in, but it will allow me to travel lighter through those circumstances. Yes. And whatever those circumstances are and the idea that, the old attitude and outlook was trying to fit everything around it. Now we fit ourselves around what's happening. Yes. And to me, this is the art of living and the art of living isn't always, you know, shredding the, the cleanest wave. Yes. It's not, it's like how you go through an unbearable condition. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, get over a loss of a son or a daughter, or you don't, but how, how can you live with these things? I've sat, I remember one time I flew back to New York to do some talks at a rehab there, New Jersey. And they have a old house as an office and it's just funky, but I've been going there for like 16 years or more, I think. So I got there and I ran up the rickety stairs and went to this little funky office. And there was this couple who were trying to get their son back into the program, this rehab. And he had been in there, left, drank and got into a car accident and had broke his back and stuff. <laughs> and these two people, uh, 
were in the program 40 years and 30 something years. And they knew that their love of their child wasn't going to get him sober. You know, it was clear. Now, could you imagine having that biological feeling between a mother and a daughter and son to come to terms with that? That they weren't going to be the greatest influence in their son's life. In other words, he would, if he was going to get sober, he would probably hear it from someone else, really. Yeah. But I saw these two people and they, I mean, maybe they, they had a, you know, like you were at a dance contest and then they had you, you had to do the twist instead of a beautiful waltz or something, but they pulled it off as, as beautiful as it can be. Yes. Even though the dance sucks, they're, I could see their the recovery was shining through. So this is what happens. And uh, you know, we all have our seat assignments. And just looking at the seat, it'll tell you the assignment. Yeah. And what we go through, uh, yeah. Fairness and justice and stuff are. Life is just life is, yeah. Life is. You can't uh, try to soothe the uncertainty of it by thinking it's this way. It just does what it does. And so, but I, I believe, I humbly have experienced that the relief from this bondage of self has allowed me to travel through a lot of shit that I wouldn't have traveled well through. Yes. And uh, after a while, you know, you, you, this ride is not going to bend to your will. Do you know what I mean? Like the roller coaster isn't going to be a smooth train ride. It's going to have its ups and downs. This is what we signed up for or whatever. This is where we are. So I found traveling lighter is more than enough. To me, it's been the most valuable uh, aspect of life, the moment-to-moment -moment living of it in a lighter way, yes? So no matter how heavy the circumstances or the situations are. And, uh, you know, that's like, you know, that doctor that talked about acceptance in the big book, yes? The acceptance of stuff. I don't think you do acceptance. I think something works on you to the point that where you become accepting. Yes. And I, I feel this design for living is a way of you becoming accepting of what is really, whatever it is to today, to a point, I don't mean roll over and die. It may make you an incredible advocate to have a change, but there's an acknowledgement of what's going on. Yeah. And my acknowledgement, how I greet most things now is like, I'm outmatched, really. I don't, I don't have a, there wasn't chapters in my book that tell me how to manage the unmanageability of life. The, the way that I travel through it is admitting I'm outmatched, really. Yeah. That's, that's what I said to my sponsor today. I said, I'm just, I just... Yeah. Gotta turn over, man. This is like you know, and 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 what's interesting is tomorrow I may be super happy. 
Exactly. You know? And yeah, this so. is the point. This is the trusting the process. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting the process is not trusting the mental forecast, really. Right. That's basically it. It's always a shift of faith from the failed system to that which works. Yeah. And of course, the gravitational pull in the failed system gets stronger in those heavy situations. Yes. Yes. It it gets that it's it's its voice sort of gets louder. It seems to be more convincing, yeah? Because it's using what the circumstances to ride you into the grave, so to speak, yeah? So yeah. sometimes it's just making it a second at a fucking time. And that's the enlightened way. Yes? Yes. Everyone here goes through dirtiness. Shit happens, yes? No one is walking on air above the fray. Yes. People who are, have been freed from it feel more the suffering and the pain than any, some of, from people, more than people who are totally in the fray, truly. Because we are not of a separate thing. This whole event is amazing, really. Yeah. When you're sort of free, you're going to have a lot of rich sadness. You know, a lot of sadness is going to come through that never finished the circle or the circuit it needed to complete because your head abruptly denied it or abruptly distracted. It comes through. Yeah. It has its, it has its whole life cycle in you. And when it dissipates, there's like a rich sadness. It's completed it. Yes. This place is demoralizing many times. I've seen people, you know, I mean, how more demoralizing can it be when you've been freed from a seemingly hopeless condition of mind and body and other people aren't? It's fucking incredible. Yeah. You just can have wonder and awe and, uh, you know, I'm, uh, when it says not to be in the outcome business, it's the outcome of you also, not just my outcomes, but your outcomes. Yeah. All we can do is offer what we feel is truly helpful. And this is what I feel is truly helpful. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You yeah. said uh, a few weeks ago, you said, uh, you know, once you do your fifth step uh, and then you do six and seven and, you know, character defects or whatever still come up, but at least you said, try to act like, like they're not, try to be the person that you don't have them. Is that the way I heard you say it? Well, yeah, that was the joke. The guy said, you know, act as if it, you know, have been removed and there you go, because this is your power really. Yeah, yeah. You don't know, we're having a subjective experience. Yeah. We're making things how they are. Things aren't making us how we are unless we've given that that the meaning to those things to do that. We are the meaning giver. Yeah, I would I would imagine that most of the people that are in Hollywood that are uh, famous characters made themselves up to be that way. You know what I'm saying? They're, they became that. It didn't. It wasn't something they were before that. They were educated that they wanted to be that. I mean, hey, you know, I've met some and they're fucked also. They're fucked up too. 
Yeah, they have a beautiful place and their bane of their life are those uh, leaf blowers. You know, all the rich are always having new construction and he took me in his beautiful area and he says, wait, give it five minutes and then the leaf blowers from somewhere nearby. It's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, we're all winging it. There's, there's no really, no one has their shit together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm really happy, Greg, that uh, you come here and we can participate and hopefully uh you what you are will use us to better your experience yes yes it's already that's, happening <laughs> that's uh, what a better what 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 better way could us be used yes so so here's the zoom and then the zoom being appropriate to every little square of the zoom because it's you know all these squares is in a bigger square yes right yeah. uh brian and i were so grateful uh to be in a group of a bunch of other people with christian the last four weeks yes and uh you know get get it from the this view you know what i'm saying yes and uh like wow so you did well, <laughs> or either that or he listened. <laughs> yes, well, the thing is, it's not the only view. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of room for other views, but yeah. the self-centered view is very, very jealous and very, very uh, possessive. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't like, it sounds like the Old Testament God, tell you the truth. <laughs> All right, thank you, Greg. Thanks. Thank you, Greg. Uh, next up, we have Peter. Peter, you have a question? I don't know. Can you hear me? Or do I need to put a headset on? No, we heard. We can hear you. Yes. Uh, it's my first time uh, actually speaking. I've, I've, I've chimed into a few meetings, and uh, you, your words have really, really highlighted. I, I spent some time in program years ago, and you know, I, get, I had some sort of recovery, but I never... I was never given the focus that you've, you've given that it really it seems to be the missing piece. Yeah, this, and I, you know, I had a few near-death experiences from this bondage of self, yeah. And through that, I could see like, you know, I wasn't the thing that tried to take my life, but yet it still reformulates and still keeps getting me in trouble. And I, so I, I, I can definitely acknowledge the failed system. <laughs> And, um, but I definitely don't seem to know how I'm supposed to manage my life. <laughs> it's like, I, that's all I know is a stale system, you know, and it's just, um, it's really painful to just, you know, just find myself, keep relying on it. It, it. it keeps convincing me it's trustworthy, but yet, you know, it just keeps bringing me to these situations where I get into these resentments because things don't go how this, you know, this best thinking that I really thought I, you know, I've had these thoughts that I've really evaluated the situation and I, this is going to go the way, you know, and it doesn't, 
It just keeps happening. And it's, um, and there's, I get identified with that, like, I'm such a failure. Yeah. You know, because this, and it's, it's, um, so yeah. And, I, and then I see that's where the, the drinking or the wanting to smoke a joint, you know, comes in because it's just like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, because I keep trying and it, and it's, yeah, this, yeah. So I really am grateful to, to hear this, this pointing and um, to get a bit of relief, like, cause I really, I, for me, I, I really see the, you know, in the past that like a day like today is the kind of day that would take me to like, I should just check out of this place. Yeah. Cause so many things didn't go well, but because I've already played out that scene, I know that's that, that door don't work, you know, like yeah. I, and it's like, that's not, the, that's not the direction, but I'm still finding myself, you know, getting into these cul-de-sacs and like, so yeah, I, and I, and I recognize like I've been trying to get through this or understand this on my own, you know, I kind of, I drifted away from meetings when I went off to India years ago and I haven't been able to get back because I haven't really seen a real, how do you say, because in the meetings I was going to, I never got this level of, what is it? Yeah, like you're really talking about the thing that, that you know, you, you're so brilliant at really kind of honing in on the point that if it's not gotten, there's no relief. And there's no chance at relief, yeah? And it's just like trying to, what is that? You know, put music on while you're on this fucking Titanic, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and it's and it's it's like, yeah. And I I just want to find out, you know, how to get some, yeah, how to, yeah, how to find an easier way because I'm not getting any rest. I'm not getting any sense well, of. Peter, you know what I would suggest? Yeah, the the action figure is having its own battle going on, and then there's yeah. these other skirmishes. On, the, on that one level of the action figure going through its battle, surrender is the key. Admitting that you're not gonna pull it off. And then, <laughs> and then the action figure may become willing to do certain suggestions and principles you can find in recovery or some other way. And just, just borrow a design for living for a while so the action figure can get straightened out and stuff. And therefore there won't be so much cognitive dissonance where there's a getting of it in the head, let's say, but the action figure is still overwhelmed. I think you need, that's what I would say is uh, go through the surrender door, so to speak, not the knowledge door, just the surrender door. And then just try to go to a meeting again, not to see what you can get out of, but just to feel the presence of that tradition five, the loving God, you know, expressing itself through our group presence. You can feel a lot of energy at the meeting that's not coming from the people talking or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you'll be fed that way. That on that levels, because the action figure obviously is anxious because it feels like it's, it's still going to be ridden by the same jockey and shit like that. It needs like some concrete in this, you know, level of action figure. Uh, it needs some concrete assurance. And that would be going to the meeting, putting chairs up, and then admitting that you feel a lot chilled out after the meeting. Yeah. And so yeah. 
That's my suggestion. Take it or not. That's how I see it. Yeah, because your head is there, let's say, and your heart is there, but the the uh, the bondage of the action figure is stuck in that little flypaper level. Yeah, it's still getting stuck by its yeah. failed uh, maneuvers. So yeah, yeah I, that's I like to me the admittance that I was outmatched or fucked was has been a real jumping point for the action figure to get sufficiently changed where it wasn't destroying its life and, and and others lives every day yes and so i needed a way of life uh because the the spirit can fly yeah easily but sometimes it's it's held down by the action figure having a lot of old impressions and behavioral patterns that need to be changed you know for it to sort of be complementary to the spirit so to speak yeah yeah so i went through it was a lot of processing but i was happy about it really i mean i so it you know <laughs> i mean it was uh i had to be worked on by this process to get the action figure sort of on a straight and narrow that worked because it had a tendency to fall off the cliff, you know? So, so, uh, yeah, that's my suggestion. Yeah. yeah. See, on the mind level, it's so easy. The physical level can be slogging through stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, the light has, like uh concentrated into things yeah so it can get heavier and i feel the action figures changes need principles and and new habits and shit like that and then it gets aligned and then uh that great flute flute player once the flute is uh, is gotten to a certain condition can really play through the flute yeah yeah that's my feeling about it thank you yeah you're welcome yeah so you can hear when people share you can hear them coming from different levels so to speak and a lot of times we want to spend a lot of time in one level and it turns into a sort of a denial of the responsibilities of the other level some people in, I think, in uh, spirituality like to call it spiritual bypassing. That doesn't work. I don't see it that way. But in that way, there's an elephant in the room. It needs to be, uh, <laughs> someone has to lead it out of the room. <laughs> you can't get all new furniture and a couch and a new rug without <laughs> with the elephant in the room. It's, uh, you need, yeah, yeah, so... And that's what I feel sometimes. The things wanting to, to promote a big change, but there's the elephant in the room still. Like a lot of people call me and the last thing they want to talk about is active addiction. <laughs> but you're talking with them about all these other things and there's this huge elephant in the room. It's, it's pointless to me. Yeah. So first things first. And yeah. No. In this on this level of time, 
being under active addiction and shit, first things first would be having you as this action figure do something different a day at a time for it to so like we at that point on that level we we act ourselves into right thinking not think ourselves into right action yes so you just do what we do and it will produce this the effects which will allow a flowering of that easily recognized quote-unquote spirit yes right now the vase is too small and there's not enough say, uh, good soil or light and warm water. It's not going to really thrive yeah, here on this level. Yeah, I'm going into a lot of shit right now, the Course of Miracle levels, but I hope you're getting something through it. Yeah. I am. I mean, I've actually, I, I started playing with the Course of Miracles the last few weeks, and it's definitely also... Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just putting all that right in your face. Yeah, these you know these first seven lessons, I kind of I go past and I I find myself wanting to start over again because it's just like this is like so, um, it's pretty ruthless. Yeah, it's really it's it's really like yeah. Well, to it's what not, you're not to what you're not. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, compassion can look like ruthlessness. <laughs> yeah. Um, from a faulty way of thinking, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, no. So that's all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So ruthless is the right word, but it, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, just put it. It's very intense. Yeah. It's very like, uh, yeah. I uh, appreciate on, it. it. It puts you on the dime and tells you yeah. what's going on. And it can be uncomfortable, which which is you know, the thing that's actually producing what's going on gets uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't like to have a light shown on it. Yeah, of course. That's the same thing with the parasitical movement in us, with the addiction. It likes to forget miracles in 20 minutes. You know, it doesn't, it's not, uh, it has a very strong bias. If you really got, if you really saw the ship of self, in the expanse of the ocean, you would see it's leaning way, way. It's ready to capsize at any second. It just keeps you blinded and only seeing the ship. You don't really know, realize how precarious its bias and its leanings are. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to right the ship. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, welcome. Happy you came, my friend, and feel always welcome to come to Zen Bitch Lab. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Peter. Hey, Goran, you're on from Sweden. Hi, can, Paul. Can you send me your email? Another guy got in touch with me and wants to get in touch with someone else in Sweden. Uh -huh, nice. This is Zen Bitch Slap. So if you can send me your information, that would be great. And I can give him your information. I forgot his name. I think it's Tobias. I don't know how you pre present it. Uh, to pronounce Tobias, it. I guess. Tobias. But Paul, 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 should I enter it uh, through Zen Bitch Slap? That's yeah, right. Yeah, that gets yeah, to me. Yeah. 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 yeah Perfect. I I need, uh, That's great that you're here. So I can. 
pass it on. Yeah, we want to start a uh, a Swedish a Swedish, Swedish yeah. yeah, that's good. I've I, been and, in and that's... Sweden. I was in Sweden for I did some AA stuff there years and years ago in Stockholm for three well, weeks. I, I, it's so interesting because I remember that I was in contact with the guy. I think could his name been was his name Mar Marcus or I don't know, but yeah, a guy, you know, the reflections of the 12 steps, that first video was produced by a guy from Sweden, Marcus. Yeah, because I, I remember I talked to him and he said, yeah, he could come up and take you with him up. I, I had some contact with him. So it yes. was, uh, so I remember I, I listened to it when you were, I wasn't there in Stockholm, but, yes. but I remember 2008, ago. 2008. Yeah. 2008. Wow. Yeah. 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 I love so Stockholm, though. I had a very nice time there. Actually, I didn't. I felt like I was getting uh, attacked by some demonic possessions. Seriously. <laughs> the Swedes, or not the Swedes. <laughs> no, no, Just, no, no. Energetically, I was having a very, I was, I was too jacked up there. Yeah. Felt yeah. like I was going to have a heart attack every five minutes it was very weird very uncomfortable but uh <laughs> but i loved stockholm in august is beautiful very nice yeah it is and 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 up here where i live up in the north is it's wow. 200 kilometers up north it's really beautiful and yeah, uh, it's sweden. like the old yeah so maybe we will have a a, a swedish retreat a sam lap in sweden i hope sometime. so i i yeah? i would go to sweden quickly yes i like sweden that would be cool. It was lucky that you just said it, Paul, because I need to rush. I I, I have a date Thank with you. my girlfriend. So all right. Great. So I I will I will send you my email. So perfect. And, Thank you. Thank you. And, and I was just just I was planning a question, and and it was like when 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 Ramana is talking, he's talking about Satchitananda, you know, the the consciousness bliss, and and with the addictive mind. When I think about bliss, you know, it's like being on, on speed or cocaine or you're really high, you know. But I figured, you know, it's like for me, what I see as bliss now is like the ease and comfort and the, the like the restfulness. Yes. And, the, and the, like the contentment. And I guess that's maybe how an ordinary person is reacting. You know, I understand that our brains are like jacked from the addiction, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I would say the, the maturing of bliss looks like satisfaction and contentment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bliss matures, it stabilizes as satisfaction and contentment. Yeah. It's like it's really easy. So it's old. It's, it's old person bliss. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's somehow easy, you know. It's like it's the effortless yes. thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, All right, thanks, great. my friend. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Yeah, take care. Thanks. See you. Bye -bye. Thank you. Yeah, bye. I'm happy I can get that to the guy. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna say goodbye, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Jane had her hand up, but she put it down. Jane, did you still want to come in and ask a question? Yeah, she could come. Miranda Hi, also. Ron. Hey, Paul. Um, since 
you've been around me a little bit. We don't know each other all that well. Um, I was just turning 30 years sober before I even recognized uh, what I was up against. I did not know that I was in the bondage of self for almost 30 years. And the last three or four years has been this discovery of um, alcoholism. Um, I, I, I'm one of those that thought that the second half of the first step was if I quit drinking, the rest of my life is gonna be fine, that my life's not unmanageable. So I walked around for 30 years in Marin County AA, full of myself, a ton of ego, a ton of arrogance, and I can't apologize for it because I didn't know that's what was happening. I was so scared to let anybody see me, but I want to hear more. Um, and I know this is remedial for many people, possibly because this is new to me, but how do I distinguish between self and me with the component of being responsible for what this person does in the world? I don't want to say, oh, please don't blame me. It was self. I was selfing because I'm the one doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll get a sense of uh, getting aligned with the different frequencies. Yeah. Okay. So you'll just get a sense. You'll be able to discriminate between things you thought was just one big glob. You'll see, you know, like the spectrum of frequencies, there's some aberrations in there let's say self, selfing. And then you'll recognize the difference in some of, of the other frequencies. They're all seemingly happening similarly, but there's distinct difference. And you get to feel it after a while. Yeah. You yeah. know, like a sense. So just keep listening and it will sink in. I see my buddy Al down there. So saying, when, we, when we went on Zoom, you know, I got exposed to different meetings and the one I loved the most um, one of their big sayings is self cannot reveal self to self. And I had to sit with that for a couple of years before that would sink in, that I am not going to be able to identify self because I'm using my baggage and all that crap. I mean, that's remedial. But just keep listening and it'll start to make sense. Well, it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. You'll feel something. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, Paul. Thought makes sense uh, could be dangerous in, in a way anyway. <laughs> You'll just feel a little different, I feel, and then go with that, yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to see you, Jane. It's a very nice surprise, you know. I am so happy to find you. The prophet is very rarely recognized in their, his own village, <laughs> in their own village, so. <laughs> uh, very good. So, um, and Miranda, all right, let's, let's do it quick, eh, if we can. I'll do my fucking best. A lot of us have a lot of important things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of fucking important things to say, so we'll just see how it works out. Um, I just wanted really to say thank you and to give like a weird fucking plug because um just i i hate crosstalk in aa and i love it here actually so it's funny um i am really grateful for um just the like just kind of the craziness that's come out here a number of times in the past like and just fucking freaking out and like sharing the freaking out and then it's helped me to connect with some folks here that have just it's just been so incredibly 
helpful. Um, but what's also been just such a fucking stunner for me um, is a uh, course in miracles. Like right now it's helping me every single day. And like, uh, Peter, you just mentioned like your experience with it. Like I seriously like thought that was anything written with that kind of language was absolutely barf inducing and like fucking silly bullshit. And that that's, that I've been liberated from that head shit that's kept me from like hearing the message that's in there for me is just working it's working right now. And as long as it works, I'm going to fucking keep doing that. And I'm, it's, it's really, if you, for, for me, there's a lot of uh, religious trauma here, like whatever the fuck that is, you know, so that I, the rejection of all of that, like there's this reconciliation right now that's occurring, like kind of a reclaiming for the action figure, I guess. And um, it's just all I, it's just, just, just like it was described. It's fucking brutal for, as you said, Paul, for what you're not. And if you have been brutal to what you're not, if what you're not has been brutal, has brutalized you in the way that it's done to me, just like horrible self-abuse, whatever. I never used air quotes before, but it happens all the time on zoom now. So I'm the fucking air quote person now. Anyway. Um, like, I think that that was a, that was a perfect description for me. Just yes. Bring the fucking brutality to this brutal shit. And it is so soothing and, and clarifying and healing. And, um, yeah. So as long as whatever, like, like you say all the time, Paul, like when in Rome, render under Caesar's, what is Caesar's like all of that shit. Like that has been so liberating for me because there are apparent needs here and yeah. uh, responding to those needs with the fucking pale water. Like literally, like it just literally, like I trust my, this person who's taught me so much in you. And it's like the Netflix, fuck yeah. Like the Netflix just kill it sometimes. Like I'm just so shook and I just fucking turn on my couple of shows and whatever. Sometimes it's like, give me something to think about, make me laugh, forget about everything. What else? Well, you know, whatever it is. Um, thank you. Bless you. Bless all of you. Grateful for every single each and every one of you. Well, thank you. I'm going to withhold my other suggestions for Netflix things, but I have some good ones, but they may be very, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it to myself. If you're very interested, I'll let you know. Yeah. There's some shows I really like. Old shows. Yeah. I, I'd like to hear that, Paul. You know what? I told you guys, there's one I like that's about uh, the Green Frontier. It's only seven issues. Know. It's sort of about shamanism in South America in an interesting way. But I really like... Uh, <laughs> Don't take, this is from the action figure. Don't hold it against me. <laughs> but I like a British show called Utopia that got canceled after two years. That's, that's unbelievable. Incredible soundtrack. Very cool. Okay. So, a British show called Utopia. It's almost, and it has, it's, uh, yeah, you'll see 
the similarities between uh, with it and real life and it was way before uh what we went through in real life just a few years ago yeah so it's pretty good very interesting but it's very uh violent and stuff and ruthless yeah so one time i gave a thing and that some people thought it actually turned into pornographic and so i i tend to keep it to myself now <laughs> but i was into this movie because it was uh had nothing to do with how other people saw it it just it 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 uh you know when you're swimming in time you know it seems familiar and then sometimes you see a work of art or a film that takes you out of that familiar time and it's like a really nice uh living demonstration of the uh how time is giving rele is given relevance by us yeah yeah so but i'm not going to make that mistake and advise you to watch this other movie so i'll stick with utopia all right thank you yeah yeah I've, oh yeah let me say goodbye dennis w nice to meet hey, you paul. hey yes. paul real, real quick paul um could you explain where you um Will you hold your in-person meeting? At, it was at St. Andrews and yeah, Marin. St. Andrews in uh, Marin City. At one okay. o'clock. Yeah, it's, we have yeah we have a, a live meeting still. It's at uh, St. Andrews, one o'clock yeah. on Saturday, and we do the Zoom one o'clock Pacific time, and we do the Zoom with a live meeting. It's small, but uh, it's nice. And then we go out for coffee in Sausalito. So Jane, yes, you can come if you're got if you're available yes thank you paul yeah thank you mike for reminding me yeah uh dennis nice to see you there yep we got john from florida peter thank you for the share peter yep yeah joseph c as always kaiser oh kaiser from minnesota we got J.A. Lebowski, yeah, Lebowski, yes, Giselle in Las Vegas. Great meeting, Paul. Hey, nice to see you, honey, yes. Well, the whole makes it what it is, eh? Mickey, as always, the matriarch of Madeira. Greg, thank you, bro. Thank uh, you. Chris, as always, in Boston. Kathleen, I'm going to have the pleasure of meeting Kathleen, I feel, in, in the fall in Sicily. That would be nice. Steve Cole, yeah, if anyone gets interested, it's all open now. There's still going to be openings for the retreat. We've made it. Uh, you know, we first have a requirement getting a certain amount of people. That we've passed. So there'll be, yeah, if you're interested, the information's still there. Just get in touch with Amelia. Uh, Warren, nice to see you, Warren. Greg, we got Chris, Kathleen, Steve Cole, San Diego, Oliver. Nice to see you, Dana, the Zoom user. Roman, as always. Yep. Did you get the message from Amelia? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, we're going to stay a few days, I think, too. 
David S. Nice to see you there, bro. Thank Jane, you. Mill Valley, Nina from in LA. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything, Nina, today. All right. I'm, gonna let it... I'm off the hook for a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I, I just got a reprieve from. No, I just, I was just going to give you a reprieve. Now you've respawned it. <laughs> no. You see? No, it's Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. Nice to see you, Jonathan. Oh, we got Al in Vegas. Kelly. Uh, let's go. Oh, let's see who else we got here. Dent Michael, da, 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 Dana, Roman, Grateful Dave, Christine in Hawaii. Kelly. Nice to see Kelly there. Al in Vegas. Uh, I think I've got everyone. Hey, thanks. Wonderful shares. Uh, deepest appreciation for this space. That's it's almost like a black hole. You can just walk into another dimension. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. I, I hope to just say something. Yesterday was Michael Stacy's four year sober anniversary, oh. and he does so much service at this meeting. I just want to like. Say shout out to Michael Stacy. <laughs> He's gonna get two hearty handshakes when I see him. Even though he had nothing to do with it. Two of them. I know. Yeah, I know. Michael's awesome. Thank you, Michael. And and uh congratulations on four years of sobriety. Yeah, it's just rolling along, brother. It's building up momentum. Yeah, it's awesome. I tell you, my experience is recovery progresses on its own power after a while. Just get into the right habits and then it just moves you along. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, hey, and Christine from Hawaii. Nice to see you, Christine. Thank you for showing up. And uh, we were in Hawaii, uh, Amelia and I, hanging out with Kerry and stuff on the other side, near the Hilo side. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Good. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Mahalo. <laughs>